cool. Cha cha. Cha cha. But yeah, dude, that barking. So that's like, not is, a. Is it like a? It's not weatherproof or anything. Yeah. It is. It's 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 waxed like canvas or some shit oh. like that. Uh, so like, and you can you you can whack rewax it yourself, or you can send it in to get it waxed and all that fucking shit. My mine needs to get rewaxed. It's been fucking years. Damn. But um. It's mine is like too big because I lost like mad weight. Yeah. <laughs> so like it used to be like in too. But can't you like get it like uh, stitched or whatever? You can probably get it like uh, tailored or whatever the yeah. fuck. But like I kept contacting them. I'm like, yo, can you make like an XL, like a large? And they're like some parts like they can bring in the waist, but the other stuff they can't. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's a, this is a jacket that's supposed to be. It's not even this one. Mine is a um, barber. Horse riding jacket. I think I saw this like on GQ, so that's why I fucking mm-hmm. picked it. I, I like GQ when they select certain clothes and shit like that. Like, cause that, that's what like style is. You don't buy like the whole outfit that's on the magazine jacket. <laughs> it's like, no, I like that scarf. And then a couple pages later, that's a cool jacket. And then you like make your own fucking shit. Okay, that's the one you got. That's the one I got. Yeah. It would look a lot better if it was slim fitting, you know. But I, I <laughs> wear like a hoodie underneath it for it to like yeah. look like it fits. That's dope. How much did I set you back? Not much. I got it on sale or something. It was like fucking two something. So you gonna give that to your kids and say so you can hold on? That's to well, it's a it's a heritage piece you can pass down. Like my kid might be bigger than me, probably. <laughs> uh, so, and I just mean like taller. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but. Um, he might fit that like a motherfucker, or nice. I can like give it to my brother or something like that. But because I want to get the, uh, not that one. That's a different. That's a different coat. But uh, but like the shit like that, dude. Like even American, like Scott NYC, like makes like that traditional motorcycle leather jacket. Mm. Like they they supplied like military stuff back in the day, which was cool. Like the World Wars and all that fucking shit. And like I really like Bell Staff too, which is a another British. Uh, uh, like Steve McQueen used to rock the shit out of that, which was, was really fucking cool. The Trailmaster, I really want to get. But they also have this Benjamin Buttons jacket. Remember mm-hmm. that movie, Benjamin Buttons? Probably not. Brad Pitt. So uh, Bellstaff kept uh, would make like custom jackets from some movies. Now mm-hmm. it's like Matchless or whatever the brand is now. I think they like branched off or something. But a lot of like leather jackets you see in like movies that were like blockbusters, um, they make custom stuff for that movie. It's not mm. like uh, uh, they just you know some movies do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like we just go to Tom Ford and get a suit for James. Yeah, Ford they just the like fuck. make a piece for like they that want movie. something with character. Yeah. Even Hamilton makes movie watches like they made Interstellar's watch. No way. Yeah, because they had to they had to do something specific. So like Ooh. even Men in Black uh, is a Hamilton watch. It's called a Ventura. It's a triangle. It's weird. Uh, Elvis made it like popular back in the fucking fifties or whatever the mm. fuck. But like they make like a lot of movie watches because even the new one, the Tenet, they made a custom watch for that movie. Hamilton did. Hamilton did. They make like custom mm. shit, dude. It's fucking. How much is that they, watch? Like two grand or something like that. Which again, dude. But like for what you're getting, you're getting Swiss watch for like that much is nothing compared to like you know, Rolex and shit like that. Man, that's the type of shit you roll out like <laughs> special occasions. Like it's like like stuff like that. Like where do you wear it? You know what I mean? Not with this current climate, but just in general. Like, yeah. You, you gotta watch like that. I'm not wearing a watch like that to go to the store. 
You know what I mean? Like I just wear my, I, I love watches. So like I, I, I go through phases. Like if I had more watches than this one, I'd probably like have one for certain occasions, like going camping or something. I'd get like that Hamilton field khaki yeah. watch that military one. Or if I was going out and I had to wear a tuxedo, I would like an Omega yeah. or something like that. Cause I personally like Omegas a little bit more than Rolexes just cause Rolex is like the go-to. Yeah. But I learned the other day that Navy SEALs actually wear, Rolexes, uh, Rolexes yeah. for tactical reasons because if they're me. in a, a different country and they need to get the fuck out quick, everyone knows the Rolex brand and they yeah. know that fucking watch costs thousands of dollars more than your piece of shit car that, <laughs> that guy needs at that moment to get the fuck out. Yeah, I'm like, damn, dude, that's tactical as fuck. And yeah. I've been into tactical stuff lately, dude. I see that with uh, even like the new um knife that you got as well yeah i got her the fucking bench mate. yeah of course i bought that shit <laughs> yeah. dude look at that motherfucker. shit is so light man dude it's light as fuck because i that my first knife was uh i um my stepdad got me at uh my brother's uh military uh, the fuck do you call it he That's graduated cool. boot camp or something like that at, at paris island he's a marine and he's in japan right now and uh, that that knife was awesome. I used it for like the last two years or longer, but it was so heavy. This feels nice, man. Dude, it does feel nice. It's made out of a, out of a new material. It's a Benchmade uh, bug out, they mm-hmm. call it. And uh, it's like carbon fiber or something. It's called CF Elite, which is stronger and more durable than their last stuff because before they used to be able to just squeeze it in mm. the middle and it felt kind of cheap and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like to me, it's like I'm mean, getting better at the spider oh. flicking. Oh. So you can like use your thumb. Like that. Uh-huh. I cut myself a couple times. <laughs> but, yeah. but Yeah, I cut myself a couple times, opening you know, my knife. Yeah. yeah, dude. I think I like dent the fucking blade up here too. I noticed last night. Like you can't really notice it unless you like Subtle. look close. Yeah, but I'm like, damn, I didn't even fucking use this shit yet. How the fuck did that get there? Oh, I think I see yeah. If you look at it in the light, you can you can notice it. Like on this side, not that yeah, side, yeah. The, the blade. Well, I guess you could see it better from the other side, but it's like up here. Mm-hmm. It's fucking pissed. But like, dude, yeah. I'll the t- shit you notice, I would like never notice that until like it's no, I, actually. It's like, all the details, bro. I, don't <laughs> like, I, I like some like some suits like attract me just because fucking the stitch. You know how we got buttons on the on yeah. this part. Like mm. somebody will use like red stitching on a blue suit or something. I'm like, you fire, want that. my guy. <laughs> it's those little details and shit. You're like the material on the inside, and mm. that's how I do it with like music and stuff. It's all those little details. Yeah. And, like, to me, with a suit, is always about like the inner lining. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. I love that, but I hate that people can't see it. It pisses me off. But I, I kind of like shit like that. I like the details that I only know about personally. Like some of my sneakers are like just the details that only I know about. Mm-hmm. You know, but see, and it's just little things that like that just bring it all together. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, I, like that's always been a thing. We were uh, at um, the mall, Courtney and I. I think uh, can't remember which one. And Opry Mills or whatever. And um, I was just looking at some suits and was like, oh, let me try this just to be funny. <laughs> let me just try, try this Valentino suit. <laughs> <laughs> was that whiskey you were giving me? <laughs> and so like, uh, I'm looking at, um, I, I knew it was going to look good. And she was just like, yeah, it looks ugly. What? And Where'd I, you go? Um, I think it was maybe Macy's. Macy's, yeah. It was at Macy's. And then um, I put the suit on. I knew it was going to be a banger. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put it on. She just turned around. She's like. Ooh, I'm just like, yeah, that's right. You like this, huh? She's like, wow. You're just like, that fitting room's mm-hmm. looking good. 
<laughs> she's like, I'm like uh, can I get this? But I always, I even told him, just like, if I'm buying the suit, I'm going with Dave. I'm just, like, I don't know jack shit about. Hell suit. yeah, you saw that suit I got the other day, man. Like, I got it for my buddy's wedding too, because yeah. I was like, I, I want to look fucking sharp as shit, and I got it tailored to the mm-hmm. nines, dudes. Fucking, you know that that blue with the pink shirt underneath, the gray tie. Shit, even when stuff. we did that photo shoot, it went up. Yeah, just like, dude, fucking slayed it. I'm just like, yeah, if, I, if I'm getting a suit anytime, and I'm probably due for one, honestly. The one that I have, it's it fits, but like I've always been into the tailored stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Because even back home, when we dress back in Ivory Coast, it's like everything is tight fitting, you know. You want to showcase, and that's what even regular clothes, shirt, short, like tight fitting is normal. It yeah, doesn't. Right. It's not like where you're here, people are like oh, it's too tight. Over there, that's what it is. You know, yeah, that's yeah. good. Well, it's, it's fashion's always changing, dude. Like the '90s was baggy. Like you know, the '90s oh, suits dude. were baggy as fuck. Yeah. And then it started trimming. Uh, like and then the or like the 2000s during the bling era of rap and shit like that. It was baggy pants and a mm-hmm. polo and all that. And then it was really slim fitting stuff. Oh, and now we're starting to get back into like Kanye kind of brought back like almost it's like tight jeans but a very large hoodie. Yeah, I know. Like like, like always was weird to me, but. You know. I don't like that style personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wearing something tight and then a big ass sweater or whatever. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm, and then just like you're a potato bag in this, yeah, just walking dude. around. Like, it's all these skinny kids, you know what I mean? But yeah, like, I'm, I'm in good shape, so I want to flex. Exactly. A bit. <laughs> you know, to me, like that's always been the point. You know, it's like what. Why would I wear something that's you know like not showcasing the hard fruits of my labor? Or not now because I'm not really working out lately. Cha-cha. But like at the time, I'm just like, oh hell yeah, I want to show off. Why am I going? cover myself up in all this you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so but I, I remember just fashion just looking even at some of the old clothes where baggy was it like avirex uh, uh avirex what, what was the uh, what was the brand um that i always bought it wasn't echo um mark echo no dude dude i remember mark echo and like rock aware and, and sean john and, uh, rock aware sean john there was another one that I always wear. It's like a AV Plex, whatever it was called. Um, I would always wear that brand. Yeah. Um, oh God, I can't remember the name. Everyone talks was about it. Was it a big name? Yeah, it, it, I think uh, at the time it really was. Is this that, in Africa or here? No, that's here. Because like I would buy stuff when my, my mom and I we would come over. I would always get baggy clothes because you know yeah, yeah. it was like two thousand, two thousand. That's what I wore in high school. It was like a. a fitted polo because yeah. I was like in senior year I was in better like the best shape at that time because mm-hmm. I was a little tubby fuck <laughs> back before <laughs> that but uh, like and I always wore like baggy jeans but even back then I started getting into sneakers too man I'm, yeah. like, I'm a sneaker head like a motherfucker because I had like the that's when like LeBron and Carmelo first came out and they had all their shoes and stuff like that I was mm. like fuck dude those sneakers are dope <laughs> I'm still looking for those LeBron 2's Nike need to bring those fuckers back I don't yeah. know why that's like the only one they haven't retroed yet that's the best one I like um, was looking. We were always at work with Postmates, <clears throat> and um, this guy was like showing everyone these pair of shoes that he just bought. And I'm like, I remember those days when mm-hmm. I was like, not a sneakerhead, but you know, like just looking at shoes, and you were just like, oh, you buy those ones and buy those. Yeah, ones. Yeah, I yeah. have money to blow. I'm just like, I get these shoes, bro. Man, I just watched. So I, I was reading a Dave Ramsey book the other day, and he was talking about how like a lot of people you know, you're always buying shit you can't afford. You're in debt, credit card, all this other fucking bullshit, and um. He mentioned something how back when he was younger, he, he he like became a millionaire, then went broke, became a millionaire, went broke or something like that. And he really wanted this Jaguar and he bought it even though he couldn't afford it or something mm. like that. And like he, even though they were going into debt, he didn't want to get rid of that car. Mm. And then eventually he like his wife convinced him or something. He finally let it go or whatever. They got out of debt. They 
went back up and then like he was about to buy like a Benz or something like that. But then some, somebody called him and said, uh, like, yo, uh, I got a Jaguar you might be interested in. And it was like the same one that he, he let go. Oh, and man. he said something at the end, like it was a religious thing where it's like, God doesn't like idols before him. And mm. we, we tend to idolize these, um, things like sneakers yeah you know, like i i know i went hardcore with sneakers you know like i've chilled the fuck out now where i'm like i got how can i get that yeah, I mean, yeah. somehow but like it's not important you know what i mean and it's like when you place that above things that are important yeah you know sh- bad shit happens but like when you finally start to figure your shit out then you know god's like all right yeah we'll, we'll give you that jack my yeah you know you want those travis scotts we'll give you this <laughs> <laughs> you know just ha- just have your shit in order, your priorities in order. It, it's funny you say that. I was actually having a conversation with my with my dad where like uh, I was like, man, like ever since this whole COVID thing happened, I'm like, I just feel like, because you know me, I go to church and all religiously, I just haven't been there. Yeah, you know, like, and I'm just like, I hate that, but I'm also not doing religiously. Anything. As in, you mean mentally, mentally, like spiritually, well. you're just not yeah, there. Yeah, there. spiritually, like I'm not there in a sense, like you know, like the connection that I used to harness and trying to do like I, when, um, whenever I came to talk with Dylan and all, and we kind of came up with all those Business plans. Plan, and, yeah. yeah. When one of the goals I finished read the whole Bible this year, Ta-da. I was on track, bro. I was mm-hmm. cruising every day, reading the Bible, yada, yada. And then I got that job. And then ever since I got that job, I just haven't been back. And ever since then I haven't. And I was telling my dad yesterday, I'm just like, man, I'm like, at one point, I felt like, you know, things weren't necessarily lining up, and I felt like I wasn't, you know, thinking about God and everything that I was doing. Um, but then, with how things have been moving on lately, I was kind of reminded that, okay, someone is still watching over me, in Good a job. sense. And when you said, you know, you just got to, you know, do what's right, and then you get the reward type of thing. And my dad was just like, yeah, and everything you do, it's not like you just sit there, do nothing, and then you get the reward. You got to put in the time, and then God will give you what is due to you, what you deserve. Sure. You know what I mean? And it's just funny that you mentioned that. I was literally talking about that about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, it's just been tough Have to- Have you got back to reading? No. Not yet? No. Just like reading, the fact that reading in general- is an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Like I got a book that I want to read, but I haven't read it. So that's just Bro, like you gotta just force yourself to well, do it. You gotta start with something that really interests you, though. Like mm-hmm. I, uh, I started off with that war. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, uh, war. What is it? The War of Art. Yeah. And I'm like, that was what the first one Opened that kind of hooked up. me. I'm like seven books deep this year. Some crazy yeah, shit. You're just like I'm much like, better than you on fire. No. Well, I'm like again, it's like it's your prime. It's what you want. What your goals are. Yeah. You know, I had a um, like an epiphany the other. It was like a, like a month or two ago. I think I like called my dad right after or something like that. And I was like learning more about like American history, like the real history that mm. he fucking talks about. Um, the meaning behind the declaration and the constitution, why it exists and all that stuff. And then I thought like, like I want to be the president of the United States and not that I really want to be, but like, who do I need to become to be able to handle that job? Mm. You know, like I was reading like obstacle is the way, uh, I think that's what it's called by Ryan holiday, mm. that shit. Like, like Ulysses S grant, like he always remained calm, even though he was losing a battle and he figured a way out. Like, how much philosophy would you need to know? Politics would you need to know? Financial stuff would you need to know? Who 
because you're not that man right now. Yeah. Who's the man you need to become to achieve what you want? Mm. Because you would have it already if you were that guy. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. I remember being younger, fucking like, oh, I just feel like I'm going to be successful. I just know it. I yeah. know I'm go- like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> that That's a young man's fucking the oh, dream you know yeah. bullshit dream I, I have little i have artists i work with that, that feel the same way and i'm telling you right now i've lived it you are not that person because you don't have it yet and it was a is a, a quote by uh les brown i think it is mm-hmm. dude like every single day i think about this like it's you don't get out of life what you want you get out of life what you are so you need to become who the, the person who can achieve those goals mm-hmm. and those dreams. So right now I'm trying to be better, you know, and not just in business or being a, a record producer, it's as a man, mm. like I'm reading, I'm learning about financial stuff. I call my dad, like after uh, the other day about it, like, oh, I'm learning about, um, I can't fucking remember, <laughs> but like, you know, in like, like a uh, stocks and bonds and yeah. stuff like that. Like, cause that, those are fucking man things you need to fucking know, yeah. you know, checkings and savings accounts and make sure like a, like a, Capital One 360's got like the best savings. I've been learning in uh, this Ramit, um, some Indian guy's book right now. Mm-hmm. Like I can make you rich or something. And how yeah, Schwab yeah, yeah. has uh, like the best I was checking that account. Book. Bro, dude, it's fucking awesome. But also like the the philo- the mindset books, the philosophy books, you know, like Turning Pro mm-hmm. by uh, Stephen Pressfield. And, uh, you know, the obstacle is away, like I said. And then the perennial seller and like how to like, you know, tell a story to like make your brand different than everything else. It's like it, it like I'm, I'm reading every day. I'm learning fucking Spanish, you know, I'm building my social media mm-hmm. by like doing the dollar 80 principle. It's like be, you have to become better and not just your craft, but as a person, as mm. a human being, you know, and that's the only way you can get to where you want to be, mm-hmm. you know? So fuck dude. No, yeah, no, I, I feel it's you. Heavy shit. No, no, I, I feel you on that. And it, I guess that's just that one thing that, you know, if everyone can do it, everybody would, you know, it's just you're a, right. And that's why not everyone will be successful mm. because they don't have the drive and yeah. the conviction to fucking see it through. I think there's that, but I don't, I don't think everyone just sits down and thinks thoroughly. No, because everyone's so caught up in their fucking phones and like their fake friends and all this other bullshit. Mm-hmm. I like truly believe you need alone time for quite a while. I'm talking years, bro, to self search Mm. to find out who the fuck you are Mm -hmm. which i had that after i quit drinking Mm -hmm. you know like i was 23 or something i quit 2012 or whatever the fuck because i had some shit going on you know and like it was my little brother uh dalton who really helped me quit quit Mm. you know because he mentioned some uh we we were talking something on the way back from gus's hot dogs and uh we i forget what the fuck we were talking about but he mentioned like he said literally like a a wise man once said this i can't remember what it was Mm. and i was like who the fuck told you that and he's like well you did you're my older brother you know and i was like oh fuck they pay attention you know (laughs) i'm the oldest of five you know so they're they're watching me so i wanted i wanted to show them that they have someone in their life that does what they say they're gonna do yeah you know what i mean yeah so yeah i think we've had that conversation yeah, no, we, before where it's just like well like uh it's for you keep bringing up all these things even yesterday i was telling Kanye, it's like i feel like and this is not me saying do it but like where you're at mentally yeah if you were to go back to drinking i know you would be fine but i know that you're right now it's more than just you it's about the example. It's about being that person that 
you know, men of your word, your family and the people behind you, like mm-hmm. you say, you're the oldest of five, they're looking at you. And so when I feel like when something, you know, is about you, it's easy to admit it. But when it's about people that you care for, yeah, the motivation is a lot more deep. Yeah. And to that degree, I feel like, you know, that's why I'm never like, oh, here, here's a beer. I'm just like, because that's your motivation. You want to be that example. You live by that. And at this point, it's part of your persona. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't I don't feel like you, I feel like sometimes maybe you may miss it if you smell the taste, the smell of beer and you're like, geez, that sounds, that smells so oh, fucking. Oh, I'm cool. Mm. Like, because down here, nobody knows me as drinking Dave. Mm. You know, as soon as I moved down, it was like <laughs> late 2012. I quit like two months after I fucking got here pretty much. Yeah. Well, and I go home if I'm hanging out with the old bros from, you know, high school or fucking yeah. early college, whatever, then it's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Even though they're cool with it, you know, it's fine. Um, but I, yeah, I haven't had any issues or mm-hmm. anything like that. There's only been like one, I think there was only like two times where I was like a little, I like I had to call Daddy or something yeah. like that and just chat with him. Like he probably remembers too, but he mm-hmm. remembers exactly when I quit too. It was like October 28th or whatever he calls uh, me every year. I bet he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude, fucking, oh, I, I, yeah, I would never probably drink. Like I said, you got, if you're, it's gotta be bigger than yourself yeah. for you to actually want to do something. Yeah. You have to really want it yourself, whether that's losing weight or trying to read more yeah. or whatever. It's all like, try to figure out a schedule that works for you too, man. Like, cause I, I used to work out in the morning, but now I've been doing it later in the day because yeah. no matter what I want to read, do Spanish social media mm-hmm. every fucking morning that needs to happen because I feel like shit if I don't do any of those things mm. you know what I mean so like if you wake up just read like fucking two pages just two pages yeah. you know or, or fucking uh, D- Dylan does this daily stoic he reads like one paragraph mm-hmm. you know and then is, that's it and then he does something else and and, and I think um, I was watching like I want to read the bible eventually too you know I haven't read the whole thing I feel like for you know me being like um, my family being big on faith and all that stuff and not actually knowing like the storyline because I was more interested in the story of the Bible and that's what was interesting to me Mm -hmm. because when I was reading it I was thinking it more from a now everything's visual with me you know can't can't do nothing without thinking about okay what does it look like in my movie in my head yeah you know what I mean and so I was reading the Bible I'm just like you know, I'm like, you gotta be shipping. He did what? And I'm, so like that was that that's man, interesting. Jesus, he's baller, yeah. man. You know, like but like I was I'm still in the old testament. Um and so I'm just like oh, I can't remember what which one it is. But like he had like I think nine kids, and then one of them, like his other brothers were jealous of him, and so they sold him to the Egyptian, and then when, once he got to the Egyptian, he became one of the kings or the advisors, and then he had one of his brother that he kept there he's like okay well bring me your father and whatever and then they thought he was dead because all his brothers told him that they killed him or he got killed by a beast and so they came back and then it was just like you're a brother and he's like one of the top guys in the amongst the egyptian kingdom or whatever and then he was just like i'll have mercy on you you brought me my little brother made a faith made a may god be with you and all sent them back with all the goods because they were going through a drought to like Stuff like that, when I read it from a story perspective, it stays with me versus when I go from a perspective of just faith, you know, it's just like, I don't know, it's just not as, I don't want to say interesting, but like overall, I'm more interested in the story, the people, what happened. And then once I bring faith into it, it makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know, but 
I think it also comes from growing up. It was just like need to go to church. Need to has always been that thing that I was sort I needed to do. And even though I did it, some days I'm just like, eh, it's not that important, you know. But I wrestle with that every now and then. Sure. Um, and I think overall, just just the fact that you do wrestle with it is good, though. Well, yeah, of course, you know, like, but I think a lot of time, like, when I think about you know religion and all, seeing like don't. When I think about, I think you and I are having a conversation about, you know, like, um, you know, abortion and all that stuff and how people that are in church are against abortion and whatnot. But then when you think about it, it's more about the woman, the the, the woman in that scenario. And so to me, there's some instances where, yes, from a religious standpoint, it may not be right. But with everything, there's a separation. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, with our state, you know, there's a separation between state and religion. At least there should be. You know, like, I don't know how you feel about it, but like if religion was brought into the governance of a country, I don't think that those two go together. Mm -hmm. But very much so, they're intertwined, but they don't affect each other, even though the values of religion or it feel like embedded in the governance because like... The values of Christianity are because every single founding father was Christian. Yeah. Like everyone always says, like, you know, Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson were... It's not atheist. It's like deity, deists or something yeah. like that. It's it's actually false. Um, even in Benjamin Franklin's like autobiography, he mentions how like that was a, a fool's way of thinking. Mm. Even Thomas Jefferson held church in the Hall of Congress or something mm-hmm. during his presidency. And like the thing that you're talking about, a uh, separation of church and state, is actually a, a sentence from a Thomas Jefferson letter to mm. a, a local reverend or something like that. But if you actually read it's it's like a, a page it's just a page you can mm. actually look it up i don't like really know exactly what it says but um some supreme court or some court um only read that one part and it's it's like taken out of context yeah. if you read the entirety of it it, it says something a little different huh. it's not complete separation of you know state and church and all that stuff it's actually i I don't want to, you know, yeah. misread it, but you can like uh, yeah. misinterpret it or whatever, but like read it yourself and kind of gauge what he you think he meant by mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? Cuz and and going back to the the whole reader thing, like I got a book from Trevor Noah, which I knew that I would be genuinely interested in. Mm-hmm. But I haven't read it yet. Yeah. You know, and it's just like like you said, it's just have to make the time and where my priorities are, and to be quite honest, <clears throat> I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, even though I did priorities that, of like what you should read first, or priorities in just life, life. Yeah, 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 life in general. Um, I think <laughs> my priorities overall is to just figure out, um, I guess, what I like mm-hmm. doing because I view this as an opportunity to experiment and to try different things. And a lot of times, I don't really know what that looks like. Yeah, and I have a lot of like um. I know so much that it paralyzes me, mm-hmm. you know, and even with a lot of things that I'm doing, I'm just like, I will, yes, I like to think through with things, but then there's a limit and I cross that limit every freaking time I overthink. Gemma. And then when I get to that point, it's just like, okay, let's take it back, go with it and then figure it out. You know what I mean? And every time that I've done that, I've been fine. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just realizing that, okay, don't be afraid to take that initial step with anything just because, you know, you just, it'll be fine. Because I had like two weeks where it was just hell, like in terms of like the amount of work that was going on and with work schedule. The post thing? Yeah. So like, uh, 
you know, the Barktoberfest that I was editing, podcasts, and then like overall just wanting to deliver on top of that, having to do that within a specific time frame and work. But then at the same time, you know, being here and, you know, the house needing some things and also all those different priorities is just like prioritizing things or like, okay, I want to do this today, but something happens. And then I just, at that point, I'm just like, okay, well, I can't do those things because I got to go take well, care. What's that thing that happens? Something, something that absolutely needs to be handled right then and there, because that's where the whole priority is. I'm sure Dylan's chatting yeah, about oh yeah. that, where it, it's it, like it, it's it, just in the way. Yeah, it's all about overall what you allow to let to get in the way of what you have to do. Yeah, and I know as like humans, we always want that quick like turnaround, oh, like yeah. that satisfaction oh, of yeah. like like. When you're building something, obviously that takes a long ass time yeah. to do. But like, you know, oh, the kitchen's dirty. I should clean it because you yeah. get immediate satisfaction yeah, out yeah. of it. But it's just in the fucking way. Yeah. Focus on what you need to focus on mm -hmm. to get it done. Yep. Which like little by little, like, you know, will will grow into yeah. something. That's what we're doing with Upstate. Yeah. You know? Like it's like it's only really this year that we've been focusing on the business and we're making moves. You mm -hmm. know, all before that was developing the craft and being the best, you know, record producer yeah. I could fucking be. But now it's all business and like helping out my producers and the podcast grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like hopefully this fucking helps out too. Yeah. Like I'm actually quite private. Yeah, like not yeah, many yeah. people know yeah. much about me, so this is like the most people are going to find <laughs> out about me. You know, and I like to keep it that way. Yeah. You know? I just personally like you have to kind of earn that to, yeah, no, from me. No, and, and, you know? and, and to, to that is just like, I mean, I know you're not a Virgo, but like, you know, you're, you're, uh, I don't give a fuck about all that shit. No, then, yeah, I know you're not a <laughs> fuck about all that. Um, how did, what's, uh, what's your astro sign? Libra. Yeah. So like, uh, you're like very, actually, you're quite, you're similar to my sister because my sister's a Libra, you know, but like Virgos with me, like, I don't, get close to people like that mm -hmm. it's just like i gotta see you i don't know 10 times or like hang out x amount of times and then i start then we're warming up yeah and then we can kind of just get to a part where it's just like okay whatever even with you you know like when we first start hanging out and all even though it was over neo obviously we had that bond with there Ciao. but that was at school then we started living together then that was a totally different chapter and mm -hmm. then we got to nurture and it's like, okay this guy's kind of cool you know what I mean? But it, I don't know, like, I, I, I agree with that. You know, just like um, people knowing you shouldn't just be like, that privilege shouldn't just be given to anyone. Because then, no, like, you got to earn that yeah. fucking shit. And for me, it takes years. Yeah. Unless, like, I just happen to connect with somebody. Yeah. Like, you obviously. Be connected yeah. almost immediately. Like, I'm just like, I'm comfy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's fucking cool. There's just some people, it just, it just happens. You yeah, know, yeah. like, they Which don't is rare. You yeah. know, like, I, I don't remember the last, it's just you, Shane, and, you know, like, that's it. Yeah. You know, I haven't, like, there hasn't really been anyone else since 09. Yeah. Like, probably Radigan and, and Dan. Like back in the Boys of Steel yeah. days, like, yeah, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> the Boys we're not of gonna Steel, get into that shit. <laughs> fucking a, dude, over a decade. No, ago. my days. See, but thinking about that is just like, uh, man, there's like time. I was watching a, a documentary, right? Sure. Um, a soccer documentary. Um, it's called All or Nothing. It's a series, um, and they do football, but they were doing it about soccer, which in my mind is a real football. But any anyway, that's not a, that's a different topic. Um, but the coach of that team used to be the coach of my team chelsea and he went to the enemy's team tottenham oh so <laughs> yeah exactly but we fired him and so he said he would never you know train that team mm -hmm. and yet he is the trainer of that team but he was talking to one of his player deli alley and he was telling him he's just like 
when I was at that club, um, the old manager there said, buy this player. He's very talented. He's Manchester United material, whatever. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. Buy this player. It, like, buy that human being. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, it's a little it, weird. It, it's so weird. You know, like, just like the way that it is, uh, we need to get this way. We need to buy him yeah, for yeah, 70 yeah, million. Yeah. Buy this way. It's, the whole aspect of buying a player to me is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. It resonates very weirdly with me, but I'm not going to get into that. Chocolate. But that man, that coach was like, um, was saying like he's like he said when I see you, I see a lot of potential, and he said like you see me now I'm 52. He said yesterday I was 20, now I'm 56. He's like just like that. He's like I fear that when you look back at your life, you're gonna have a lot of regret because you have all this potential and you wasted it. Mm. When he said that, I was working. I had that in the corner and I was just just working, working. Post stuff. Yeah, postmates. Oh, stuff. recently. Yeah, it was okay. just like. Three, four, it was before the podcast, sure. you know, that we did on Sunday. And um, I, when he was saying that, I just turned at the, at the at my iPad and just looked at it. I'm just like, fuck. Dude, sometimes it just hits you, man. You know, I was just like, and so, and I have that conversation a lot with Courtney. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, what do I fucking want? Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like, because all the stuff that me and Dylan touched on were, were legitimate, but it's just that drive is just not there. And I hate it because I know me. Once I find that thing, there's no fucking way in hell I'm not reaching it. A hundred percent. Like I know me. You know, I've done this several times before. But being in this same environment is honestly very misleading to me. And a lot of times I just need to remove myself from here. You know, where Cha-cha. we're at right now. It's just, you know, it's comfortable shit, you know? And there's a lot of growth that comes from discomfort. I know a thing or two about that because my whole real job touring, a lot of it's uncomfortable, but the growth that I've got from that um, is very much significant. But I think to me, the big hiccup is I feel like I've already been through the trenches because I was in that field and I've put in that time. And then now I'm in a different chapter where I'm just like, well, shit, I'm starting from scratch again. And it's kind of just like, not disheartening, but it's just like, (sighs) okay, let's do this again. You know what I mean? Um, But my mentality is shifting and I'm more so at the point, I'm just like, okay, if I'm doing any video work, because no one's paying. You know, everyone's just like, okay, unless you're the video director or unless you're the this and that, you're getting paid. But if you're anybody else on the lower tier of shit, like even the project that I was helping out on, you know, I got several calls be like, hey, we really want you to come through and all. We need you from this time to this time. I'm like, bet, I can be there. Um, but I have to take off work. Are you paying? No, we can't pay. I can't be there. Mm. And to me, that's hurting me because I don't like the shit that I'm doing right now. But I need that. To keep a roof over my fucking head. And that is honestly like what is like, I want to say at stake right now. Um, Stability, yes. But like overall, just like, okay, I can't quite not do my job because I need it. But I will admit it. it takes a lot more discipline to work from home. Yeah. Towards something you you want that's not like a a comfy paycheck, I guess. 
you know, because you, you got to do your gig and then you get a paycheck. You can pay for everything and everything. And, and you work in a nine to five, basically, like it drains you. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to fucking be working. Like after Valet, I used to nap for three fucking hours. Yeah. You know? and it's 9 p.m. And I'm like, oh, I don't get to produce today. You know, that sucks. Well, like, because even this, because I love my schedule, like from 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's mm-hmm. the best, you know, because I have time like this to do stuff like even if I was still working I could still do this sure because I'm working at 4:30 now the part that sucks is you know if I got to meet people loud I'm just like oh y'all only got Wednesdays and Thursdays you know mm-hmm. what I mean um but ultimately it's just been a major adjustment for me um and quite honestly you know I was up super fucking late editing I edit at night that's when my juice comes through that's sure. when the motivation the drive to edit um comes for me um, and so having to channel that in the day and also the setting, because just working from my office, that's where I work. And so I'm getting better at it. I'm kind of over it now. I'm mm-hmm. just like being in that same place. And OK, I work here from four to nine, from four to one. Then I'm here from, I don't know, 12 to four. <laughs> so I, having that separation from that same area. Sure. Um, I tried being in the room that we're in right now. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. You know, because I know if she's down here, oh, how about this? I can't focus, you know, and like sometimes I just need to just be me and whatever I'm doing because I don't necessarily have a clear thought of what it is that I want to do. Yeah. But then if I'm sitting there by myself, I can kind of organize my thoughts. Okay, oh, let's try this. Let's work on this. But if I'm constantly getting distracted about this and that, it's hard to kind of just put one and one together to equal two. It's just like, oh, I'm doing this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, three here. Fuck, that's not what I wanted. One, whatever, you know. What's so, your environment, bro? You just got to like go to a fucking Starbucks or something and just put on some well, headphones. And, uh, and like the big thing is just or like. Or like I keep saying, like Studio go to your, B. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like fucking and, me and Dill are fucking over. Yeah, no. Mind. We got Otom in there now, dude. Yeah. He's fucking making shit. Because I was talking to Otom <clears> about it. I'm just like, so do you feel like when you come here, you get stuff done? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I, I like coming here because. I feel like when I come here, I get shit done. I'm just like, okay. And like more and more, because even when we, I come there on Sundays, and I told Courtney this yesterday, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, you know, it's weird, it's interesting, and at the same time, it's weird to see this place transforming like it is from the time that I lived here. Mm-hmm. And then it's weird because you're doing all the modifications. Just I'm just like, man, that's my room. <laughs> hey, you motherfucker. Like, you motherfucker. I don't want this shit here. I'm like, move it. Where, I'm like, where's my corner desk? Bring it back. You know? <laughs> Go back to the open. Like, where's rent? Yeah. <laughs> you can tell me what you want. I'm like, but like, it, it, it's part of the growth. But like, I love seeing the growth. I've loved seeing you like grow throughout this process and and to me that's probably been like the biggest thing because i said like if anyone is an example of how disciplined i need to be and trying to accomplish it is honestly you because no seriously because like even when you were like you know mixing and doing all those things it's very easy to kind of just go the other i'm like i need money you know the good thing is it's also important to have a an environment and people around you that are like willing to support what you're doing Mm -hmm. you know your dad is your biggest supporter you know like i love your dad like seriously like he's awesome you know the dad dad is freaking great you know and like i said like when he comes over yes i'm not part of the family but i feel like i know him yeah I, i feel like i know him like to some because you speak so much about him so like i know this and that about the dad you um so i love that man like seriously so just having him on your corner, I know that you don't want to disappoint and you got that drive mm-hmm. to always deliver. But then you're also a very disciplined person. 
you know, so like you're, you don't want to settle for anything less than what you want. And I think that's the thing I can set. I settle in some areas. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, I'm not settling for this shit. I'm going for that. And I think to some degree, that's where I want to get because I don't know. I feel like, okay, well, I'm not able to get this, but I'll settle for this now until I can get that. Yeah. And that's my mentality in some things, but I, I very much wish sometimes that I could just be like, nah, this or nothing. You know, and countless times I've seen this happen again and again. And the most recent example, I'm not going to bring it up because that's very personal, but I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Kind of just like head is still in that. I'm just like, okay, still, still, still his head is in that shit. I'm just like, oh, well, we'll see where this goes, you know? Oh. Oh, you fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get into that. Yeah, no, not at all. But like, even, that's that in itself is a prime example. Like I said, over and over again, it's happening. So, like I said, keep doing your thing. Like I said, I'm always like fucking. I'm like, okay, well, bro, it's it's like it, it it's still not easy. No, like, it's not. I, back to anime, like the first fucking episode when All Might's like, oh, I can't fucking. He, you remember he, uh, Bakugo was getting sucked in by that fucking slug yeah, monster yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Might was over on the side being a bitch at first. And he's the number one hero in the world. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm, ter- I'm horrible. I'm a piece of shit, you know? And then then Deku runs in and does it, which inspires All Might and stuff. Like, all these people we look up to, these sport icons, these fucking Gary V, all these fucking guys, dude, they all have their own issues mm. that they struggle with probably every fucking day, you know? it's It's not just... We only see what we see on camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, not all the fucking shit they goes deal in the background, with. Like yeah. they all have like personal coaches that like help them get through shit. I mm-hmm. know Justin Bieber has a like a therapist coach or whatever. Like Tony Robbins is like the the therapist coach for mad people, and even he's got a coach. Mm. You know, so it's like I deal with shit too, bro. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everything you're mm-hmm. saying. No, 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 but Mike's a type faggot. No, no, but you're right. You know, like, and th- that's part of it. I think. um with Dylan, you know, saying like documenting the stuff that you're doing and like, cause people, that's what people want to see. That's what people relate to because people often see the end product, but not necessarily, you know, what it takes to get to the end product. Mm-hmm. And that's why detailing and, you know, keeping track of that for people do see, you know, is a good thing. Not saying you should put your life on, you know, on display for everyone, but just saying in general, that's why people who vlog and show all those type of details have, you know, a genuine following because they're willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. because it's always about, you know, oh, I'm a badass, badass this, badass that. And like some people, sometimes the best way to kind of have people relate and build that natural relationship with people is to just really just be willing to be vulnerable in some things. And that once I feel like once everyone is able to cope with that, you know, there's no real way that you cannot succeed. Sure. You know, um, I was, I had a moment, I saw this um, videographer, um, well, this director, and I saw some of his shit, and I saw it, I'm just like, damn, that shit looks dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I saw him, and it's like, that's the shit that I want to do. The kid's 23. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck you know but and that's where going back to me just like not being around you know it's such a good opportunity that i really need to just like zero in on what's going on with me and then just fucking do it you know and so as of right now there's there's things in the works and like i said it's getting done but like is it to the degree that i know it could be done no 
but at the same time, I, I gotta know. My whole shit is just like very messy at the moment. Um, but I am still appreciative of you know the steps that I'm taking because all it takes is just that one step and then the rest will follow. Sure. You know what I mean? So I'm very much so from the mentality of like, okay, doing something is better than doing nothing, you know. And so in time, it's just how patient can I be? Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you, my biggest motivation right now is okay, I need to figure something that enables me to stay home and not have to be on the road so fucking much, but be able to pay for all the shit that I got going on right now. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest motivation on top of, you know, because I'm already thinking about kids. You know, I'm just like, okay, with what I'm doing right now, can I provide for a fucking kid? And sure. the answer is no fucking way. You know, it's just like, okay, so what needs to happen? Because my dad had a really big impact on me and still does. You know, I'm talking to him yesterday a good bit. And just the shit that we were talking about, I'm just like, okay, this man did everything he had to do. And then now I'm talking to him and he couldn't be any more proud because he's just like, okay, this kid, even though he doesn't necessarily know 100% where he wants to go, he's taking the steps. Because like I was telling him, he's like, oh, well, how are you doing with your video? So I'm just like, well, I think I'm going to start going into my video stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, And even though I'm saying all this stuff, I've been doing things. It's just not to the degree that I want you know, it's just like, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. What's next? You know, that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Okay, what's next? True. Shit, I don't know what's next. And then I pause. And then the momentum kind of just get broken. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. That's the part that's killing me right now. Dude, momentum's important with all this shit. Yes, it, it is. And and so it's just like... Anything, it, really. It's yeah. just that consistently yeah. moving forward. And, and that's like, a, I, don't, I don't want it to stop. I'm just like, okay, and then this. Okay, what's next? Okay, what? But like, because... I told him, it's like, yeah, then we're going to start doing my video thing and whatnot. And then you were talking me, like, we were talking about, like, oh, yeah, the whole, you know, podcast idea. I'm just like, you know what? Cool. Let's do that. And then Dylan comes in. Oh, you want to do the, the, the Barktoberfest? Sure, I'll do that. Did that. Did that. Boom, boom. Then I had a friend that reached out to me to go do a shoot. And that's where it brought me back to the whole, you know, like, you know, God and religion. I'm just like, when I started doing what I needed to do, mm-hmm. things started to line up. You know, and that's where to some degree I'm just like, okay, I know there's still somebody there, like kind of just like, okay, keeping an eye out for little old me because, you know, who am I? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> you know, but like just how things have just been lining up lately. I'm just like, okay, I just have to be patient, but it doesn't mean I have to do nothing. Yeah. And so that's the part where I'm just like, okay. You should never be not like, yeah, I, never doing nothing. Yeah, no, that, I don't, I don't believe in that. You know, like whoever thinks that, you know, you just do nothing and then, oh, I got this opportunity. I mean, like that's what the war of art, I think mentions is where it's like, you're an amateur if you're waiting for shit. Mm-hmm. And it, like, it's not motivation that'll get you through. It's discipline. Yep. You know, it's sitting, if, even if you're not inspired to write a song or, you know, edit or whatever the fuck, dude, you sit down and you do it anyways mm-hmm. because it will come. And like, that just, I think it just comes with experience and just learning that it will come. Like, mm-hmm. I just know as like a songwriter and stuff like that, like there's some days I'm just off, but I know if I'm, if I push through that first half hour, hour, whatever the fuck, something's going to click. Yeah. Even when like sound designing or yeah. producing a track or whatever it's, the fuck. It's like even with Jack, you know, when Jack was like living with, this dude was writing a song. Like, I don't know. Do you remember he did eight like in one day or yeah, some crazy I was just like, shit? How the fuck do you write eight song in one day? I, just like, I, was like, I don't know. Stay, sit your ass down. Be humble. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't know. But hey, I ain't even do done with this track yet. Like, damn shit. <laughs> and it's like, but I, I, I also like, for me, when it comes to music, I don't like that. 
Yeah. You know, because I feel like, I know it's just an exercise and a goal, which at the end of the day, when the real process takes place, you're a little bit more um, acute or like precise when it's happening. Because it, it's like anything else, like an exercise. If you want to be the best songwriter in the fucking world, well, guess what? You got to write a specific amount of songs so that, you know, maybe all of song won't get picked up, but an idea from that song may fit in another song and you already yeah. wrote that. And it's just like, well, shit, I already got this line. Let's try this. And the person likes me. Okay, well, I guess. It's also understanding when you're practiced enough. Now it's time to start getting into, yeah. you know, making moves. Yeah, yeah. What you've learned. Yeah. You, know, you, you shouldn't be, I mean, you should be learning every day, but yeah. like practicing over and over. Like, like that's why 2020 has been nothing but business for me. You know, mm. like I've already, I, I, I trust myself to make the right decisions now when yeah. it comes to making a record, mm. which takes time and experience yeah. and just years of like learning so that's why i'm trying to help out my producers and everything where yeah. it's like just don't overthink it have to like chuck as much pain as you can and then like listen do it the next day and take stuff away yeah you know what i mean so just just understanding that because some people just practice practice and that's like what consumes their life They're yeah trying, you know better and it's just like dude go out and fucking do a show mm -hmm. you know you know you gotta what's your ultimate goal you want to be an artist right well what's your goal as the artist are mm -hmm. you trying to be top 40 are you trying to just make a living yeah. are you just doing this as a hobby i always got to ask an artist yeah. that before i like critique their shit <laughs> you know like, i always think top 40 like, i'm yeah, always you're not ready. the best <laughs> so, yeah, it just depends if this is a hobby it doesn't fucking matter what yeah. i think you're having mm -hmm. fun yeah awesome more cool. power to you <laughs> yeah exactly that's i'm like you probably think this is garbage and yeah, then everyone's yeah, like yeah. oh it's just for hobby oh it's great <laughs> yeah, right 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 it's just like no I get it the level of critique definitely isn't going to be the same if it's someone saying like, oh yeah you know just a track I'm doing on the side I'm like, oh, then do what the fuck you want <laughs> you right, know right, right. if you think in top 40 there there is a fine guideline there is one that you need to kind of just follow um, but overall I, I like the climate that we're in not necessarily ideal for everything else because everything else is shut down but overall just the ability to maybe I probably don't need more time to think. I probably need less time to think. <laughs> but the fact that everyone's free to do shit now, um, it enables everyone to really kind of just think about, okay, what is it that I can do? I think that's what everyone's scared of, dude, because mm -hmm. this is that alone time that everyone's needing. Mm -hmm. And some people are just scared to be alone. Yeah. They always, have, they always have to have someone in their life so they can get out of their head. Yeah. Which I'm like, dude, you got to deal with that demon, bro. I like being a Or chick, whatever the fuck. You know, you got to like, <laughs> you, you got to beat yourself like yeah. the David Goggins way like he tries to he beats himself you mm. know it's no one like don't compare yourself to anyone else that's not, like me and Dill were talking about this the other day where uh he's just he's just trying to beat the shit out of himself where I he, I see that from a training perspective mm. uh because that's that's how I train also I'm just trying to be a better me like the, the the fuck next to me squatting 800 pounds I don't care about that I don't give a fuck about him mm -hmm. you know I'm selfish as shit at the gym I have my hoodie I listen to podcasts at the gym now so I can learn stuff at the same time you know because it's the only time I have because like I can't just chuck on a podcast when I'm working yeah, yeah. I have to use my ears exactly yeah. you know but I don't give a fuck with like you're in my way <laughs> you know I need that rack <laughs> So, but that's how I think when I'm at the gym because, like, you have to be selfish. Mm -hmm. I think you do need to be selfish in some aspects of your life because that's how you, that's Michael Jordan was selfish as shit, dude. Yeah. Kobe was selfish as shit, dude. And they're the best in the world. You know, rest in peace, Kobe. God mm -hmm. damn, that fucked with me. Yeah. But, um, 
but yeah, you watch the last dance, dude. Like I didn't know, I only knew Michael Jordan from like space jam, you know, in terms of like who, who he is as a person, yeah. but like, dude, he was up people's asses cause mm-hmm. he expected them to play at a level that would help him win a championship yeah. or the team win a championship. And Jordan didn't even realize that until, um, what the fuck is the coach's name? It's, it's not Pat Ro- I haven't watched Jackson or something. I, haven't watched I forget, that. dude. They won like all the six championships with mm-hmm. him or whatever the fuck. But it like the coach before him was, uh, he was just like, yo, pass it to Jordan, pass it to Jordan, pass it to Jordan. And Jordan loved that, obviously. But then when the new coach came in and he started implementing like the, the, the triangle or whatever the, the offense was called, mm-hmm. um, effect, it fucked with Jordan a little bit because he always got the ball, but mm-hmm. now he had to be a team player. And then when they started winning, he's like, Oh, I get it. You know, mm-hmm. Jordan realized he needs a team to win. Yeah. You know, even though like the team needed Jordan to win also, mm-hmm. but it's just, just being humble yeah. and understanding what you need to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like the upstate sound and stuff. There's no way I could do this on my own. Yeah. Like I would fucking die for these guys working for me. Like yeah. the, the, the producers on the squad, like we would not be where we are, like making, uh, deals with fucking like you know Shane and, and publishing and, and co ventures and stuff in L A and mm-hmm. stuff without this team. Yeah, you know what I mean. So God damn, thank you, boys. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit! I hope I can change your fucking lives. <laughs> you know. So um, yeah, dude. Completely lost my train of thought. No, it's fine. I hate that shit. Dude. Like I get out of fucking roll and then I'm like, yeah, it's like oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. What's the point of this shit? It's like, what was the point? Damn it. <laughs> oh, it was like being selfish or whatever. Yeah, the fuck yeah. It was but like you know. And that's just part of becoming who you need to become. Also, it's like mm. I, I used to be shy as fuck, like back in the day. Mm. Now I'm, and now I don't care. You know, like I'll fuck with somebody just to see if they're cool. You know, in in a in a weird in mm. a in a you know playful way or whatever. Like I had a Josh's girlfriend came over and we were working on her song and she got her ma- her manager on the phone. I was like, Hey, I'm Dave. I like pudding. I'm like Fogey. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if he'd laugh because mm-hmm. if he laughs I know he's cool yeah. if he doesn't then Whatever. maybe we don't get along <laughs> if he doesn't you're just like well he, maybe you know? now he thinks I'm weird yeah. <laughs> Daddy kind of does that too but in his own little dry humor mm-hmm. and shit which is way weirder <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine like being the being the client of your dad and he's trying to like fuck with me that way I'm just like God I don't uh, know he what. would fuck with you yeah 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 well I'm just like if I didn't know your dad and like how he would oh, yeah, joke yeah. with someone with the dry humor how it would play he'll the, look at you like dead serious yeah too. I know You'll be, you'll be uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> your dad just, he's just like, I just never know when he's fucking with me or if he's being right, serious. Right, I just yeah. never know. Yeah, it's like Shane, Stone Shane Cold. the same thing, dude. Stone Cold just looks at you dead in the yeah, eyes dude. and just fucks with you, but you don't know because he's so fucking serious. I and I'm know. just like, I hate it. That's just how he is, dude. I remember Shane thought like death, he was mad at him or something one day, but he wasn't, obviously. He, he probably ran around, he probably dude. ran with it too. He probably just kept fucking with him. Yeah, dude. Like he, he will run with it, yeah. dude. He's just fucking like, oh, he thinks I'm mad at him. Well even better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He'll just he'll pull on those strings. <laughs> but uh yeah, dude, I think that was a good episode. Yeah, I think uh, overall, that's a, for uh, a first sweet tea in the morning. I mean, I think we've been on a row. I don't know how long we've yeah, been recording, dude. but overall, it's just like, because Courtney would just say, what are you guys going to talk about? It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like, we got talking points, but I'm like, I have some things I want to bring up, but we'll mm-hmm. kind of just go. I mean, because you and I have been doing this. Like, this is no different from when you and I were living together and yeah, just like yeah. talking back and forth. This is that, this is that. So like, to me, I wasn't even concerned about all this. I'm just like, man, this. Cool. We've been wanting to do this for two years or some something shit. like that. Some Every conversation years. we've had, I should have just had the phone. Fucking yeah, just recording. This and time. We've, we've said that. 
Um, but you know, like it's like I was saying, better late than never. It's kind of just like. Oh, is that the ice mate? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was something in the house this morning, dude. Cause really? I, dude, like I was sitting there and the the light part, that doesn't really weird me out because like I'll turn on the light, it's at a level and I don't know where it'll get brighter. Even though the dial is not like in between being like turned off and on, it's where it needs to be, but it'll go brighter. Mm-hmm. And then I was in here eating and then I hear like a... I'm just like a, a pan fell on the ground. And I go in the kitchen, I'm just like, what fell? I have no fucking clue. There's nothing that looks like it fell, like it fell anywhere. All the dishes were in the rack. The kitchen's spotless, bro. I, <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, what fell? So it freaked me out a little bit. I'm just like, maybe it was the ice machine and I just wasn't paying attention. It probably but. was, dude. I know whenever the fucking, uh, you know, that hole in the kitchen window where I have the plastic over uh-huh. it's like going blowing in and out. I'm like, <laughs> Fuck is that? <laughs> Who's in the house? <laughs> but uh, Dill or Dill's like, you know, dude, it's just the wind man. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, whoever's listening, thanks for listening to Sweet Tina Marin. Sweet Tina Marin. Sweet Tina Marin. Right. Later. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>